If Friday the 13th and the crying game had a baby, it would be this movie. Jamie? Yes. Let's go watch Sleepaway Camp. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great Movies. We're an 80s movies podcast. I am one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me is Jamie Lorello. Hello. Jamie, just, you know, I we choose movies based on seasons, current events. And I know we set aside one time a year to choose our movies, movies that we personally choose. I have to admit, though, this was a personal choice of mine. You sneaky snouser, you. And I just have to say to you and our audience, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. Well played. Well played, yes. my friend. <laughs> Indeed. Oh. I don't want to waste too much time. I want to get into this. I'm so excited. So the last thing that I have to say, only because I speak to some people face-to-face or online that that listen to our podcast, Mm -hmm. there is a certain group of people Mm -hmm. who listen to our podcast and then decide whether they want to watch the movie. Oh. I would tell those people, don't do that this time. No. Stop. Just don't even continue listening to us right now. Stop, stop this right now. Yeah, pause. Just pause it. Find right. Sleepaway Camp. You can find it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. There's like eight versions on YouTube. It's not that <laughs> tough to find. Watch it. Please Come do. back. It's a cool 82 minutes. I like maybe? how you I think even when you described to me, you're like, it's a breezy 80 minutes. Like this just, it's just going to whip. Uh, it's just Sleepaway Camp. It's not that, you know. Just get ready, pack your bags, and go. I I I suggest right. you board the bus. And and I don't like it when people tell me that there's a twist in a movie because then I just spend the whole movie wondering what the twist is. This so is, I don't want to say that's this, why this you is, should watch this, this is movie. A, this is a very dynamic twist. This is like a this I wouldn't I, this is like a triple axle. Like you only see this from an Olympic swim like swimmers do axles. No, it's the ice skaters. I know that, but uh. it's a regular Greg Luganus. <laughs> I agree. I agree. If you're going to listen to this whole thing and not have seen this movie, you you want. I don't want to ruin it for you. You no, want no, to no. see it with your own eyes and then listen to us talk about it or do it si- right. you know do it at the same time I don't care. But yes, if you have not laid your eyes on this movie yet, audience, <laughs> just do us a favor. Do me a favor and watch it. Now that being said, I probably haven't seen this movie in 20 years. Oh, 20 so you have seen years? it before, yes? Yes, yeah, so okay. I knew what happened, but it was still a blast <laughs> to watch. <'cause laughs> Did you recall it? So it was the kind of thing like Other that- than the variant, the last shot was pretty much the only thing I remembered, and the oh. whole movie is a blast. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Oh, I have to note, have you did you ever go to a sleepaway camp? No, but this and Little Darlings makes it seem like, all right, other than the serial killing, 
sleepaway camp seems amazing. <laughs> and the kids know it too. No, I have never either, but I agree. Although this one, yeah, this one inspired me even more. I have to tell you, I wanted to be friends with Angela. Okay, let's get into this. All right. Sleepaway camps are basically just sex camps, right? <laughs> I'm, that's what this movie made me realize. Kids are discovering. You leave them out in nature to let nature just do what it wants to. And in this movie, it does. It does. All right, let's get in it. Let's get in it. Okay. Okay. Sleepaway camp. Let's go, guys. Okay. First of all, in fond memory of mom, a doer. What? It's dedicated. Who would you want a movie like this dedicated to you? Well, I don't know who the mom. I mean. But a doer? Not, <laughs> like, like, my mom got shit done. Shit. Not, not an amazing human being. She's a doer. A, not a supportive she mother. Do done did. Do done did. That's my mom. Well, I wondered if the mom was like taken after the aunt mom character, who we have to stumble upon naturally. We will get to her, and she is a blast. Okay, so we know now who it's in. in in fond memory of. Yeah. And then here we go. It's a beautiful lake setting um, <laughs> with a very threatening score. Like, clearly this is not, this is danger, oh, right? Well, the opening credits are over top of, like, an abandoned, not abandoned, because it seems to be fall. So I guess it's just the right. off season. No, you see, at first it just looks like pretty fall. And right. then it starts to show you, like, it looks like, like there's chains on some of the windows oh, and there's okay. overturned trash. Like... Something went awry here long ago, okay. right? Did you so get that So this is sense? foreshadowing to what will become of this camp. Yes, camp gone wrong. When Yes, yes. What's the camp's name? I don't think I wrote it down. It was Camp Arawak? Arawak, yeah. Right, right. Okay. So then we see the for sale at Camp Arawak was obviously this forgotten camp, right? <laughs> yeah, for good reason. Right? But in the whole time I'm thinking, again, I didn't know what I was getting into with this movie. And I'm thinking, oh, great. Scary, woodsy. I see where we're going, right? Yeah. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. My attitude quickly turned around. I want you to know that. (laughs) But anyway. (laughs) When? I want to know if it turned around at the boat scene or after that. Well, this this next scene, which sort of introduces us to this underlying, very deeply underlying story. It is a crazy cold open because for a while, and again, like I said, I saw this 20 plus years ago. I was like, right. w- wait, what What did I watch <laughs> yes. at the first few minutes of this movie? Yes. Because that meant nothing. <laughs> but then, then when you realize the whole oh, thing, well, of you're course. like, what? what? That's what I mean. <laughs> I was like, so then that was, and then he was, and then, oh. You have, oh, okay, so um, we open up. I love how the New York accents, clearly part of the uh, the camp, I guess, must take place in, like, upstate New York, New York, right? Because all the, mm-hmm. the kids have these thick New York accents. The dad, we're introduced to this family, this dad and his two kids, that are going boating together. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids are young, like seven, six and seven or something, yep. like boy and a girl. The dad is wearing, like, nudie shorts, right? <laughs> like, Everyone <laughs> in this movie 
has the tightest, smallest, craziest all the dudes, shorts on. All the dudes. Do. There's fine. a lot of male nudity and a lot of tight, like, yeah. male mm-hmm. uh, clothing. Yes. So, so we've got this family on this. I think it's a lake. Right, they're on a lake, uh, taking this little family boating out thing. And we together. can see the camp is in the distance. Like it looks like. Oh yes, the, the camp Arawak, mm-hmm. right, is somewhere in the distance. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then we're also introduced to this pair, this like teenage girl, kind of trashy, and and this lifeguard. Who are taking her sister along for, like, a jet ski ride, right? Well, I guess he's a camp counselor. Oh, he's a counselor. And, That's And right. I don't... Okay. Is that her sister? Was that ever made clear? Oh, I didn't know. Well, I guess I gotta they're... tell you, the water skier might be my favorite person <laughs> at the start of this movie. <laughs> because of her when reaction. she starts screaming, yeah. it's just like, ah! Somebody! <laughs> ah! This movie is just non-stop Help screaming. <laughs> well, that's how the opening... Okay, so there's these two situations where we've got the jet skier and the girl is trying to get the counselor to, you know, let me steer the boat. I want to really get her going. And he's like, ah, I don't know. Very cheesy 80s. Like, well, and she's like, oh, come on. What are you, chicken? You know, like the whole. And the kids and the dad are having a goofball of a time. They fall over, right, they in the push, boat. They push him <laughs> off the boat. And oh, that's right. And he grabs the mask of the boat and the whole thing just tips over. <laughs> And then he calls them schemers. Did you notice that? <laughs> He's like, you little schemers. No, but they're all they're all overturned in their boat and they're not they're not too upset, right? They're kinda of having fun with it. Oh, they're having a great time. Mm-hmm. Because some dude from the shores says, like, oh, the dock's coming. Hurry, some get out of the weird, water. Yeah, but some dude from the shore, I you see that dude later. Right. Well, he also has tiny shorts on, too. Right. And And we understand his connection later. But right now, he's just some guy on the shore. Right. Just waving to them, talking Mm -hmm. about the dock coming. But they don't seem concerned that their boat is completely overturned. (laughs) Right. They are having a good time. They're just swimming in the water. But meanwhile... First of all, the jet ski girl is panicking anyway because she doesn't. <laughs> they're going too fast, and she's feeling really scared. And again, she's like, the screaming we're headed stars. right for those people. <laughs> we're going to kill those people. And the two of them driving the boat are just looking back I at her, going, say, "They never look straight ahead. They look at each other to say what is she saying. They look back at her, and they never look straight ahead to see what they're about to hit. The guy on his boat, and his, so." There, she must be going really fast, and she can't turn the boat. The lifeguard's like, turn, turn. She's like, ah! And the girl on the jet skis, who is just amazing, she just starts screaming from then. No, you're gonna, we're gonna. And sure enough, the next thing you know, I was like, what are they gonna do? What do they do? I guess they decapitate the family. Is that what I, happened? I don't think they decapitate. Well, well, I what don't is that know then because that floats the, in the water. Well, like, the dad the just dad floats. Does a dead man float. The dad does a clear like. I was like, oh, so dead man actually do like a dead man float, like you learned to do in the pool, you know? It looks like he's just, swimming by. It looks the, like he was swimming and just took a break. <laughs> but then the, there's a body, and then there's like this weird like plastic bag thing floating next to it, which it's made one me of the, think it's one of the life preservers. Oh, Two okay. kids had a life preserver on. Yeah, that's so right. you see one kid flailing around in the right, water, right? And another life preserver floats up. So clearly, one of the children and the dad are killed, right? In this boat, tragedy, accident. tragedy occurs. Tragedy, and I love how they keep cutting back to the guy on the beach. It was <laughs> just befuddled. Wait, wait. As it's 
it's happening as it's happening nobody is really reacting the man on the beach is just staring like what is happening the girl and the counselor guy are like what did we just do like they don't say anything they, they don't even stare, know yep. right meanwhile the jet skier is freaking the fuck out <laughs> she's like wait a somebody boat. help those people <laughs> we hit a boat not one to have in a time of crisis at all around i mean she's well, she doesn't even alarm, seem but... comfortable on the water skis <laughs> no. at first she no. doesn't even seem to want to be on there i guess if we're honest she was anxious enough mm-hmm. to start mm-hmm. this whole thing out and now they've just killed a, and it's a, a shame because you know that destroyed her as a human being. Oh, can you imagine? That will haunt her for the rest of her life. She will never go on a pair of jet skis again. I would not. They're water skis, by the oh. way, not jet skis. <laughs> That's for sure. But she was on some sort of ski thing that takes her on the water. A water ski, you call it? Fair enough. It's called a water ski. The boy... Whose name is... Okay, sorry. Um, oh. Okay, we should mention the children's names because this becomes important. Oh, yes. So she... There's the dad, and mm-hmm. the girl is named Angela, and mm-hmm. the boy is named Peter. Right. Done with that cold All right, name. there we go. So there's just that. Wow. There's just, let's lay that down for you, and you're like, what is happening? Right. And again, going into this thinking, this is like some kind of creepy 80s horror, like, Friday 13th you're, yeah, kind you're of Yeah, you're one of the mill. I yes. see this as an opening. I'm like, where are we going? Right. And it doesn't let up because the very next... My scene... next friend that we meet, holy Hannah, this woman, who is this? Desiree Gould. God bless you, Gould. God bless you. I mean, I don't... I always talk about my favorite character in these movies. There is no doubt she's my favorite character. She's a like, delight. She is a delight. Her... Acting choice? Bizarre. Let's so bizarre. So bizarre. Did she have multiple personality? We were to know that this woman was obviously a little bit imbalanced, mm-hmm. right? She must have mm-hmm. been for what ends up occurring. But right. she clearly is. Like, she's, like, having side conversations. She looks straight into the camera at one point oh. And it's like, do I? I don't know. Yes, I do. Like, because she'll... Her line delivery, wasn't that nice of me? Hmm? Take care of your cousin at camp. Hmm? Like, this lady is crazy. They wouldn't like if they knew that I performed the physicals. Hmm? As a doctor, though, I can do that. Ooh, you're, this is better than your Dolly Parton. That's a very good imitation. That was really good. It's not better than Dolly Parton. Anyway, she is amazing. She's dressed great. She has like a yes. bright red beret on. Yeah, yeah. And like a yellow cardigan. It's insanity. Oh, it yeah. Is, I, to go from that opening scene, like you said. To then that? Oh, yeah. And then I was hooked. I was totally hooked. Yeah, if you like, aren't willing to put in another 70 minutes, yeah, then... Yeah. And you want to figure it all out. You're like, who's this wackadoo? And what the heck did I just see? And where are these awkward kids going? Because the kids are clearly awkward. Like you said, the kid is kind of like another, like, he's like, all right, ma, like, we get it. Like, we're going to go to camp. I'll take care of her. And the right. girl is just well, like... Well, Ricky, yeah, Ricky doesn't seem awkward. He seems no. like, well, that's my stupid mom. Yeah, you know yeah. her. She's yeah. an idiot. Like, she's and, got mental problems. But Angela... Oh. Go. She's just 
stare. That stare goes on for miles. That stare. <laughs> that incredible, haunting, ridiculous stare that she would just do <laughs> in reaction to people. I love too how upset. Like later, I, I don't want to give too much away, but when they, mm-hmm. they were, they're clearly bitches at camp. The just not nice camp girls that are just, <laughs> and they get so mad at her at Angela for not <laughs> talking, and I love it every time she just stares back. I'm like, you rock, Angela. That's right. Every time the camera's on her, yeah. she's just staring, and it is so uncomfortable. I would not want to share a bunk <laughs> with that girl. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, Angela, you are the best. Okay. I know you like that lady that, that, what, what is her name? Is she the aunt? So she's the mom aunt. She's Ricky's mom, but she's. Right. She's Ricky's mom. She's Angela's aunt. Aunt, right. Because they, Ricky and Angela are cousins. Yes. Right. Right. All right. So after that scene, which is strange enough, (laughs) they get to camp. I love the camp. This is, again, where you're like, I wish I went to sleepaway camp. Like, well, the school maybe, buses pull maybe up. not right away. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> well, well, the first thing, wait. The first thing you see, before we meet who I know you're going to talk about. <laughs> the first thing we see is these school buses pull up and these kids sprinting out of the buses. Like, like yeah! I'm like, this is amazing. And there's two adults standing in the middle of it. One who looks like a very young, like that Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer guy, <laughs> but in tight shorts. And like the other one who looks like a, well, who is that? Is he a, that, the, the, the camp owner, the owner of the camp. Oh, uh, Mel, you mean yes, in the movie? Mel. Yes. His name's Mike Kellen. He was a, he was a very famous old timey actor. I feel, I know. I feel like I've seen him before. And sadly he died. Like this was his last movie oh. he made. And was, oh, oh my and god! And I, 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 he may have even died before it was released. He was very sick. Wow, he was yeah. sick. And, okay. He's great. Everybody in this movie's great. I know. I, I couldn't agree more. All right, let's get on. Okay, so first euphoric, yay, we're at camp, and then we meet the sloppiest chef. Were they the chefs of the camp? They're the cooking uh, crew. Let's the kitchen? call them cooks. I don't know if we'd call them chefs. <laughs> well, he does when he goes in the back. Mel refers to them at one as, point. He yes. as the, as the head chef. But yeah. <clears throat> I think of wait. people like Emeril and Wolfgang Puck as chefs. <laughs> yeah, these, these are like are just cooks. cooks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And they are, oh my God. Oh my goodness. So there's these young kids just running to their camps. And this one dude is like licking his lips. At, what does he call them? What does he, he call them? He calls them baldies. Oh my God. And he literally, he doesn't say they're baldies. He says... Where I come from, we call them baldies. I'm like, where do you come so from? So creepy. So creepy. And you just feel like, and all the other, like, the other guys are kind of goony. Like, they don't really react to oh, him. Oh, they just, they just, just it's like, like, oh, that's you. Yeah, uh-huh, Gonna rape yeah. some more kids this summer, I guess. Oh, oh my gosh. He just gives you, like, the, uh. And they play it off in the movie, like, there's that guy he must rape several children a year oh terrible just terrible and nobody seems to care (laughs) even though there's the older black dude who i think is related to james earl jones am i getting that correct he is james earl jones's dad oh that's amazing it is amazing because when he talks when he talks you can kind of hear oh yeah well that's what i was like why is he so familiar but 
he at this point looks at him and he's like, basically, he's like, silly old wet man. Yeah. That kids are so young. <laughs> they are such young little kids. But he like doesn't like say like. This dude's crazy. He's about to rape all these kids. He doesn't run up to Mel and be like, listen, this has been happening for 10 years. Right. You need to stop this now. No, no. So this is what we're we're like, what kind of camp is this? So other than the raping, I still think camp seems like fun. Other than the, yes. Just stay away from the cooks. That's all. Right. Don't Don't get into the kitchen. Just eat. Eat whatever crap they give you. Don't go in the back storeroom. Never. Never. Don't be a picky eater at camp. Please. Yeah, especially not if you're a mute, which Angela is proving to be. So she is not talking. She's in the camp, and uh, she's she's there with, with Richie, Ricky, who's been there before, right? Richie's been there before. Well, they meet Ricky's friend, Ricky, Paul. Paul. Yes. 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 And, so, and yeah, they, they meet Paul, and he's, yeah, Ricky, good to see you. And they're talking about Judy, who apparently Ricky was with last summer. And I like how he references her, and he's like, or Paul does, and he's like, wait till you see Judy's and the audience can't see, but I'm touching my, like, pretending to pull on big boobies. He's like, wait till you see the, on her, the rack on her, whatever. Which it's funny because then later when you see the rack, it's just very funny. I was going to say, did you expect (laughs) to see more from Judy? Because I did. It made sense because they are like 15. So it's like, how really racky is she? But I love how after Paul describes this, Ricky looks at Anjan and he's like, "Eh, you know, Judy and I, last summer. Yeah, he explains. And it's just like, did you need to explain that to your cousin? I don't think so. No, but you know what? Angela listens to a lot because she's a mute. She takes in a lot of information. <laughs> she and she hears does, it all. She just stares back, even to Ricky. Like when he's like, telling her this stuff, she's like, mm-hmm. uh, "Yeah." He takes her to her bunk. Yes. And then I guess goes to the boys' section of camp. Right. Right. And this is when we are introduced to the two female villains, mm. Meg and Judy. Meg and Judy. So Judy's apparently the girl with the big rack. But, right. But I think Meg might be my favorite because she seems to be, I don't want to say meaner than Judy, but the first time we were introduced to her, she walks through the bunk and she's like, listen, girls, I'm in charge. My name is Meg. And she spells it out. She goes, M-E-G. Because that's like, a tricky you, one. That's a tricky you, one. But she's not even a counselor, is she? Well, then or later is on, she? isn't she at a meeting? She's at one of the counselor meetings oh, at the end. You're right. No, you're right. Okay, so Meg is one of the girl counselors, but yeah. there's also the nice girl counselor. Susie, I think. Oh, is, is that her, her name? name? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But she, and okay. she's, yeah, she's the more sympathetic one. She's the blonde, right? Right. Well, she's the one that's always like, stop picking on Angela. Come on, ba- girls. Yes. Yeah. She can shower whenever she wants. Hey, how come you don't shower with the rest of the girls? Oh, the things they pick on her for too. I love it. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So yes, we, we get to see that there's definite like alpha females going on in, in the, in the female camp. And Angela is kind of like that stare is a little bit psychotic. Like you said, if you're sharing a bunk with this girl, you don't want her to be like giving you the stare. And she says nothing. (laughs) She doesn't smile. She doesn't flinch. She's just like a mute. And you, the whole time you're like. Like, in my head, I'm like, Angela, the girl on the boat, she's so traumatized. And what happened? But, but the, the way people react to her in this movie is really They crazy. get so angry that she won't because talk. Because I think, you know, everybody, 
in high school, there were those people that kind of kept to themselves. They didn't really say much. I'm like, this is so aggressive to this girl <laughs> who's just sitting, not bothering anyone. But that's what I love even more is as they like all yell at her and they freak out of her, she still gives that crazy <laughs> she stare. Just, She's just like, Mah. That's why you're like, Angela, I love your endurance. <laughs> you're amazing. She's, oh. So we also meet the more of the counselors, right? There mm-hmm. is the one, there's I don't remember boy, his There's name. two boy counselors, too. Right. Right. So there's like the two girl counselors. There's Meg and the blonde girl, Susie. Right. And then there's Ronnie, which seems to be like the main counselor, like mm-hmm. the head counselor. He's always talking to Mel. Yeah. Yeah. And he's always wearing shorts. Ronnie with- wears, he, he wears full body suits, just male body suits, <laughs> so right? Weird. They're not really like, it's not really shorts. It goes just above seeing a little butt mm-hmm. cheek peeking mm-hmm. out. And like you said, mm-hmm. maybe a little inappropriate ball inch that no one right. needs to know about. And everything is very tight, but the, he's very physically fit. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, he's ripped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other counselor. I didn't. I don't know who that guy is. What was his name? I didn't. There is a part during the baseball game where he is the other counselor is wearing a cutoff shirt. Oh yes, and it's, it's cut off so high it looks like a sports yes. bra. Yeah. <laughs> I noted that. So Angela, now we're in the dining hall, right? Which is very you can imagine the dining hall of any camp, summer camp, whatever. Angela again, stone faced, won't eat. And everyone is pissed at her for not eating, right? Yeah. They're mm-hmm. just like, why won't she eat? All the girls. Well, everyone's pissed except for Ronnie. Hey, Angela, how come you're not eating? Don't You don't like this food? Well, I'll find you something. It's fair. Come on. Come on, girls. Leave her alone. Let's take <laughs> her to the back. I'll leave her with the creepy molester cook. He'll figure something out. And he does. He takes her in no the one- back else aware with that this, this guy's a child molester. He's like licking his chops at like her little childlike hips and he is oh. gross. And Ronnie is just like, oh, I got a call in the back. <laughs> Alright, why don't you stay with him and tell him what you really want to eat? He's like, I'll take her in the back closet. We'll find something delicious. Ronnie's like, that sounds yummy. Go for it. I'm like, ew! Ronnie! Camp counselor 101! Why do you think murders take place at this camp? Because Ronnie's one of the head counselors. Chaos. This this movie is amazingly revolutionary <laughs> start to finish. I could see something like this in a movie now. I think you'd be hard-pressed to find something like this scene in a movie of the early 80s. Oh, my where God. She's in that pantry. He is unbuckling his belt. It's very disturbing. And she continues to do the stare. Right. She just, says nothing. Right? Yeah. He's like, she... I got something here. You can oh, so creepy. Down I was like, whatever. I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. In an I... 80s movie. What, what is this? <laughs> I was about. But then, then uh, Ricky stumbles in, right? He just stumbles in. And this dude turns around, like, pulls up his pants. Yeah. And just like buckles. I'm like, hey, uh, what are you doing here? Pretty much Ricky's like, Angela, get out of here. And, right. And, you know, they both just kind of run out. I mean, there's nothing he could do. But then doesn't somebody else see him, right? Somebody else sees him adjusting his pants, I thought. Uh, Well, when he walks back out, I think James Earl Jones' dad says something to him, and and that was it. And he's like, oh, she was just scared of me or whatever. Right, right. That's all. Right. So we we do have to talk about the first murder of the film. Oh, 
by whoever the killer may be. (laughs) Oh, Maji. Okay. Well, that's what we're getting up to. So he's done bad, this cook guy, right? He's clearly not a good guy. You got that? He's a creep. Oh, right? he doesn't. He doesn't think he's done bad. He, no, you could tell he's he thinks like, he missed out on a golden opportunity. First, <laughs> oh, within so like the first terrible. two weeks of camp, I think they said she hasn't eaten two weeks. That doesn't sound right. But who knows how many kids he's raised uh, before this? So so disturbing. So disturbing. <laughs> but don't worry, audience. Just when you're like this creepy bastard's going to get away with this. Oh no, revenge Mm-mm. is sweet. So, revenge is very bizarre. (laughs) So, and not really like by the laws of physics, couldn't happen. Not at all. So, so okay. So he's going to get multiple murders in this movie. (laughs) Defy the laws of physics. Just ridiculous. (laughs) Which is what makes me love, and that's the thing. The the like. For me, who's not into, like, the horror and the gore, mm-hmm. like, nothing mm-hmm. was so turned away, like, oh, I can't watch that. It right. was like, oh, all right. So, uh, dinner time, right? It's time to make the dinner and apparently boil a six-foot pot of water. Did you see that? <laughs> it's like a 50-gallon drum it's of huge. water. But it's tall. It's so <laughs> tall, he has to get a chair to look to, into this To see if the water's boiling. And he's got a lot of corn. Because he guess he's going to make corn for the whole camp. And he has to boil It's like the it. most... Un, wouldn't it make more sense for it to be wider? I would, so it fits <laughs> over all the burners? Like, it's, they, do they... Does a pot like this exist? I don't There's think no so. way you can buy this, right? I, I do not think that this is an actual, like... I don't know. Look it up. Maybe it's like a special camp corn boiling like for pot. This movie, like, they had to like solder I, three pots together. It is ridiculously huge. It is yeah. ridiculously huge. <laughs> and he's in charge of getting this water ready for the corn. And he gets on his step stool. He has to put so much salt <laughs> in this water, too. <laughs> that's a lot of corn to go in it's there. It's corn, you're right, for the entire camp. But everybody else leaves. Like, James Earl Jones' is dead. Yeah. He's like, uh, you all right? And he says, yeah. I'm I good. got this. Everybody right. else leaves. Right. Yes. Right. And so, so he uh, he gets up on his stool. And all of a sudden, <laughs> a young hand comes. Well, we see a lot of times when the killer, we see POV shots. Yes. Oh, so yes. We see Which it is here because so we see the so arms stretch out <laughs> and push the guy's butt. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God, that's right. First, the hands, first, there's just a close-up on his butt. And you're like, what is this POV about? And then there's these young hands reaching for his ass and pushing his ass upward. And you're like, what? And even he's like, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And so he's perched on a shelf over this Strongest shelf ever. Strongest shelf ever. And the best is he's barely hanging on. Like, he's not holding on to Yeah, at first, yeah, no, it's all. just like he's clawing it mm-hmm, with his mm-hmm. fingertips. Yeah. yeah. And his desperate cries are, uh, can I get you an ice cream sandwich? <laughs> uh, 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 don't do this. I-, I can feed you some ice cream. I give you all the <laughs> ice cream in the back. You all the ice cream. I was just about to rape you. In the back room. Whoa, wait a second. Oh, Jamie, right. are you giving away the killer? I wasn't giving already? away the killer. No. I was just about to, <laughs> the person that's going to kill me. I was just about to rape you. <laughs> well, to be honest, that could be any kid on campus. Exactly. He's a creepy <laughs> mo F. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> 
So the killer oh my God. pulls the chair out then from under it <laughs> ins- instead of basically just falling left to right. He grabs the pot of water. And it falls on him. Dumps it on himself. And then he's just burning alive. He's just he's screaming. Just burning. burning. And he's and just even- screaming the whole time. As other characters are talking, he's still just screaming in pain. Well, when they consult the doctor, who is like, what's the prognosis, Doc? <laughs> it's bad. It's it bad. is bad. The prognosis is just bad. I'm a doctor, and that's and all I have to say. did you hear them say, are his eyes burned? <laughs> As though that means anything. Because the and doctor the, described the doc- how the level of pain. He was right. like, the pain. The pain is so... It's crazy pain. It's like more pain than pain. It's more than you can handle. When they ask about his eyes, the doctor looks at them and goes, it's too early to tell. I'm like, wait, you should be able to tell if his eyes are burned. And you're right. They're carrying him away and he's just screaming. They're taking him in the ambulance. Like a mummy. So you know that he had to just be lying on the floor screaming. Until the ambulance came, while they wrapped him up like a mummy, <laughs> put him on a stretcher. This dude's been screaming the whole time. I think I think he's the uncle to the girl on the uh, water skis. Oh, probably. Because they have the same scream technique. Mm-hmm. I think that explains mm-hmm. her anxiety. Mm-hmm. She was probably molested by him, and then she got on <laughs> water skis, and now all she can do is scream. Oh, I like uh, that. I you like that little tie in there? All right. <clears throat> All right, so we've been to the girls' cabin and we've met the the, the bitches there. And now we're in. We get to meet the boys in the mm-hmm. boys' cabin. And the first thing you see is, I guess, boys do antics, right? When they're just hanging out with each other, like oh, trying to. Oh boy, that Mozart. Yeah, that poor Mozart, right? Well, he's the kid in the. Well, in the end, they really like. They don't totally abuse him because, like, there's one point, he, right? Well, he does make a catch in the baseball game that's pretty crucial. Yeah. And they're yeah. really excited about right, that. Right. Yeah. But you get to see he's sort of literally the butt of some of their jokes. Yeah. They well, do this hypnotizing thing. He literally thing. does a sit-up into a to kid's, a kid's butt. butt. Right. Right. Which I guess is something dudes do. Like, do you do that when you're all hanging out? Are you like, let's... I have never heard... I mean, of course, the, the shaving cream on the face when sleeping. Yes, which they like, did do. That was yeah, another trick. Yeah. Even if you haven't done that, you've heard of that. I've never heard of this thing where they make him do a sit-up while blindfolded and another kid pulls his pants down and shoves his ass in his face. But I guess, again, when at camp, oh, I just snorted. Um, Is this the baseball game? Yes, because we see the Caesar Milan. I call the other camp. I guess he's like the head counselor guy who stays in the room. The Caesar Milan guy that Mm -hmm. wears the tight. Very well. They all do the bra shirts to the baseball game. Right. Well, they don't all wear that. Um, so there's there's definitely some rivalry, it's right? Like the older kids against the younger. Yeah, kids. yeah, and they're very and the younger like kids. Pretty much kick their asses. They do, and they talk shit the whole time. I like like eat oh. shit and die, and Richie's response is eat shit and live, <laughs> which is a little more like yeah, like eat shit and die. Well, I ate shit and then I died, but eat shit and live. Oh man. That's a pretty good, like... That's a great burn. Yeah! (laughs) But the one thing I noted in this movie is these kids are cursing constantly. Oh, yeah, they have filthy mouths, but they're New York kids. Right. So they don't know. And again, you figure you put a bunch of 
14, 15 year old boys together. Yeah. This is how they're going to talk. This very, like, this is feel how the real. Goonies should have been talking. Yeah, to each other. yeah, yeah. You know, I agree. This baseball game now, did it feel because they were intense in it? There was a lot of like sh- shit talking and a lot of back and forth. I don't know why. We played baseball for a long time, it seemed like in this movie. Did you feel yeah, that? Yeah, it almost felt like it was just tacked on. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God, this is like a 68 minute movie. And I don't know we why. We cannot yeah. have a 68 minute movie. We just wanted them to know. Yeah. There's, there's no tension. There's no stakes to this game. No, no. Like, at one point, the two kids are talking. The one goes, what's the score? And the other guy's like, I don't know, eight to six? I'm like, wait, what? What is happening here? <laughs> but you're right. The kids, little kids win, and, and there you mm-hmm. have it. Is this when they go skinny dipping? This is when they go to the dance, and then later they go skinny dipping. But, yeah, it's like a dance. It's, oh, right. It's, okay. It's a mixer. It's the boys and the girls get together in this gymnasium oh yeah okay center area and this is when all the guys go up to angela one by one because she's the only one just sitting by herself on these little bleachers oh is this when she's eating the twix bar she's eating the Mm -hmm. chocolate bar Mm -hmm. yep yeah and each guy each guy i wrote down (laughs) i wrote down what they say because the first guy asks her if she wants to go skinny dipping and she just stares at him (laughs) and then the other guys go you're a nutcake Ain't you Looney Tunes? Oh, that- Angela. How come you're so fucked up? I'm like, wow, this is crazy. That's right. That's right. And then her her cousin Ricky starts to fight these kids. Well, he shows up in a cowboy hat, doesn't he? Doesn't he show up in like a cowboy yeah, hat? Yeah, he shows up in a cowboy hat. You're right. And then, yeah, he goes apeshit because he's very protective of his cousin. Very protective. He's very much looking, as he should be. She's a little bit bizarre, as we're getting to know. He flies off the handle at the drop of a hat. When he first starts going crazy, isn't the, like, camp owner there, the guy, Mel, and he's just watching? Like, just the, standing back. It's just, just like when back. they watch the boatings go by. Like, the... Oh, yeah. They just, people in this camp don't know really how to react when tragedy happens. They just sort of stare or when, 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 you know, alarm. It takes Mel a long time to react, but once he does react, he kind of loses his mind. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) So at this point, he's just watching Ricky. With a cigar in his mouth. Oh, yeah. Just hanging Mm. out with the counselors in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually they pull them apart and we know Mm. that Ricky was trying to defend Angela and Angela still is sitting there staring in shock. And now this is when Paul goes over to make it a nice, right? This is when we are clued in, in in case we didn't know as an audience, Mm -hmm. Paul leads with, he's very sorry what happened to her family. So we know that her dad and brother were the two people killed. Right. At the beginning of this mm-hmm. movie in the mm-hmm. boating accident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he seems very nice. He's very genuine. And this is the first time that she says a she word. She speaks. She says thank mm-hmm. you. Or no, she says good night. She says good night. He at says the end good of night. The night. And mm-hmm. she looks up and says good night. Right. Judy, yes. even, I think, hears and is like, oh, she speaks. What? Yeah. yeah. Because again, <laughs> they're all like hot that they just, she can't. She's not speaking. Um, well, now this is when all the boys, all the boys now. Okay, so what they started to pick on Angela for was they needed to find girls to go skinny dipping. And so they picked on Angela, who would pick Angela to go skinny dipping, whatever. So now apparently they haven't really found enough girls to go skinny dipping. And the few they have aren't convinced they should go. 
You know, I do find this point of the movie very realistic because it seems like something a bunch of guys would get in their head in their cabin and be like, and then after the dance, we're going to get these girls and we're going to go skinny dipping and it's going to be awesome and we're all going to get laid. And at the end, they're all just standing there. They're just there standing going, there naked. They're all like in their <laughs> underwear and that's, they skinny dip together because yep. the girls mm-hmm. refuse to go and they're like, well, fine, we're going to go anyway. And so right, a bunch right. of dudes just skinny dip together. They just jump in the water, they jump in the lake and <laughs> that's, that's what they do, right? right? And then we have two boys that go off. <laughs> And get very silly stoned very quickly, right? The one kid becomes a giggle fest. He just can't even keep it together. Mm -hmm. No. Um, And the other guy's kind of got a mullet. Yeah, he does. He's got a weird mullet head going on. Mm -hmm. But he seems more with it. Like, I guess he's the guy that brought the weed because he seems to know how to handle it. (laughs) Yeah, he can handle his his buzz or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have uh, one girl has stayed behind with another guy. Kenny. Is it Kenny that takes the girl out on the lake in the Uh, boat? I don't know his name. We'll call him Kenny. All right. I wrote down Kenny on the lake. I'm sure that's what it is. He was one of the – this, of course, is part of the group of dudes that were picking on Mm -hmm. Angela earlier. And the one dude finds a girl to go in a boat with. Because that's a funny thing for dudes to do in camp. They kind right? of pressure one of the girls to go out on the lake. Mm-hmm. Nobody else wants anything to do with Mm-mm. these guys, but she does. She goes out. She with goes, them. and he's teasing her about water snakes. And yeah, she clearly doesn't want to go with him, though. And he makes her even more uncomfortable. Then he rocks the boat and tips it over, and she eventually swims. I guess she swims back to shore, and all the girls are like, "You boys suck." Did he? Did he tip the boat over? Or did someone else tip the boat? No, I think... That's what I was unsure of. I think when it was just the two of them, I thought it was him. Because he was kind of being a jerk. I thought. Maybe not. Because he was, like, rocking it. Yeah, shortly after that, I love how he resurfaces under the boat. Well, then... And he's just hanging out. Like, at first, he just floats back up under the boat, and he's like... I just like to be underneath. It is kind of a cool, like... I mean, I don't know. He's hiding from... Who knows? Well, while he's under there... All of a sudden, he's met with death. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Yep, he sure is. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a whole, he says. What do they say? Is it you? Not you. Every no, no, time. no, no. He says, what the hell are you doing yeah, here? Yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, but the boys would like to see you. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the next scene is of a counselor cleaning up after the party. Oh, and he's so mad about he it, He is too. so mad. He is <laughs> Thrown around deck chairs. What the? <laughs> these kids. What, why do I have to clean this up? Mel. And then he flips over her canoe and finds the mullethead kid dead. Oh my god! And it's the best dead too. It's like it really is good. It looks like he's been dead for like weeks because he's like <laughs> yes. purple and and then a water snake comes out of his mouth. Because uh-huh. he was teasing the girl about the water snake thing, and now the cops have to come and investigate. Right. Well, it's the second death in as many days. Well, and Mel was possible, not Mel, um, the cook, the creepy cook, cook, Mm -hmm. was a possible accident because maybe he fell and whatever, spilt it on himself, you know, he was by himself. Mel doesn't want to lose camper, so he's trying to convince the cop, the kid fell, the kid must have fallen, he hit his Mm -hmm. head, uh, Mm -hmm. and they drowned. The cop is the best person (laughs) because he is just like, now, first of all, I'm not an expert on this, but I didn't see any signs of head trauma. Yeah. No, no, no. Clearly, the kid drowned. And, and you know, it, it, it's not a big deal. Now, I'm not an expert yeah. about this, but. What, bad publicity? And I remember, at, is it who? Oh, as I remember, 
the boy was a good swimmer. Who said that? <laughs> One of the counselors, right? Yeah, that's what Ronnie says. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His teeny tiny shorts. Something is fishy about all of this. And then you start to wonder, like, I think you're meant to wonder, like, oh, maybe it's Mel. Maybe it's creepy. Who knows who the killer is? Right. I don't know. And, and and I understand it from Mel's point of view. Do you think people are going to send their kids back to murder camp no. next year? No, no, this is getting a bad rep. Bad rep. Yeah. <laughs> well, it gets worse, is what I'm saying. Like, this is a possible maybe drowning. He's a young, whatever. We don't know if there's signs of foul play. Okay. They're going to do that toxicology. They'll be like, <sighs> he was smoking dope. And right. So you can cover that up. Ooh. Listen, that guy fell a pot of boiling water. Plus, he was a rapist. You don't want that guy there anyway. <laughs> right. This kid, oh, he was smoking the devil's weed. And now he's dead. So not a big deal, parents, right? I forgot when... Um... Mel goes back and threatens the cooks, kind of talks to the cook staff, remember, <laughs> after they make, mm-hmm. so, so mm-hmm. The, you know, the creepy cook has left because he's got these burns, and so Mel wants to make it nice with the what's rest mm-hmm. of the cook staff, and how does he, like, bargains with them, right? Well, it's a whole thing where he says to James Earl Jones' dad, like, uh, you know what, you're, you're head chef now, <laughs> you know, it's an extra $50 a week, and the rest of those guys... You guys, you get an extra fifteen. That's right. And then he pulls him aside. He's like, yeah, he's like, make sure they don't say anything. And James Earl Jones' dad's like, they won't say a word. Yeah. Don't worry about we it. We don't. We don't even care about that creepy guy. He molested <laughs> all of us too. And the, the so. bad thing is, and I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't really think about it until after the movie was over. That's the last time we see them. We don't yeah, see them. We don't. Anymore we don't. Movie. The kids get fed, but we don't ever see them ever <laughs> right. again. You're right. Mm-hmm. But, but there's more action to be had. So now oh, sure. we have more of the girls, right? And playing how volleyball? They're playing volleyball, yes. Mm-hmm. And again, Angela is not participating, right? No. No. Nope. No, mm-hmm. but she has a nice conversation with Paul again. Oh, yes, she does. He, she he asks they make her a on date, a date mm-hmm. to the movie mm-hmm. at the rec center, which everyone is required to go to. But doesn't she way. say that? Doesn't she like, yes. well, don't we have to go to that? <laughs> But it's cute. You remember how, like, there was, like, events that happened and you Mm -hmm. just, like, take whatever. So, and it's very, it's very sweet. So, um, she does agree to go. But she still stares at Paul. Like, even though she's talking to Paul, she still has that weird kind of stare that she does. Am I right? It's Uh, it's lovely. You're right. Mm -hmm. It's, um, Judy hates Angela. Judy hates Angela. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Don't the girls, like, doesn't... Mm-hmm. Don't they just like they get in her face about it? Yeah, they get in her face because um, after the movie, that we don't see the movie night. We just see all the kids like leaving after movie night, right? And this is where Angela and Paul are holding hands. He kisses her and then asks for another kiss. Yeah, she's clearly not into it. She's not into she's it. She's totally uncomfortable. It just makes her really uncomfortable. She's not ready no. to move that fast. Nope, right? nope, nope. That's how she, I read it. Right, but she goes into her bunk. Right. And he's okay with it. But then what about when Paul gets back and they call a Romeo, they call, they're teasing him and calling him like a Romeo or whatever, <laughs> and then all the boys pile on to him? Just, Including the counselor is like <laughs> jumping on top, like right. mm-hmm. you crazy Paul. It's, yep, it's I. I get. I've never been to sleepaway camp. Maybe these are the. This is how close you get to. Your and you know, with all those tiny tight shorts. There's just penises rubbing oh, against each other. Man. Oh man. 
So Angela and Paul are kind of becoming a thing, right? Is this right, when exactly. so Angela's sitting on the bleachers, right? Is this when mm-hmm. and then he comes up behind her. I love this. Her first guess. He comes she's, up behind she's her. She's kind of funny. Like no. you see that Angela kind of has a sense of humor. Yeah, yes. she's very charming. He comes up behind her and does like the peekaboo. You know, like guess who? And she, right. I, her first guess is Ricky, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And no, it's not Ricky. Who else? Her second guess is Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's, that would be an amazing twist, P.S., if Burt Reynolds showed up at sleepaway camp, Angela. Thanks for that. Yeah, I'm your new cook, Burt Reynolds. It is not your new cook. That's awesome. Oh, man. That would have taken a whole different. But, okay. So they're cute, right? They are, mm-hmm. Angela and yes. Paul are obviously yeah. little, having a fun together. And Judy is still being a bitch, basically. Well, Right? This isn't this isn't Judy at this point. This oh, is this when is when Meg, Meg she shakes Meg her. Wants, she <laughs> starts violently shaking her. Like, you why aren't you talking to me? Why aren't you responding? And she, they get so mad. She's thrashing her. And the best is when she's done violently shaking Angela, Angela just sits there again and still stares at the her. The staring. That it would make is... me so angry too. Think about it. If you were like talk to me and somebody just no reaction, stone face, just like staring back at you, you'd be like Oh my god! I'm not even violent and I want to shake you. I mean, Meg is an extreme person, but whatever. Well, this is right after this, they go back to the bunk. I mean, this is just. Oh, this is when they're just so mean to her. They are so mean to her. Mm -hmm. So Meg gets on her, literally shakes her and gets on her after. Again, I don't think that they don't like she's talking and they see her talking to Paul and they're just. They're just. She is upsetting to them. Oh, yeah. Then. <laughs> Judy is in her red robe, and <laughs> Angela, I think, is just staring at her, which is what sets Judy off, right? Well, this is this is the part where she talks about Judy not showering with the other girls. Oh, doesn't she call her a queer? Right. This is when right, she's, right, yeah, exactly, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. But this is when Judy delivers her great <laughs> line. <laughs> the new hair dump. It's a great line Good. where where Angela is a carpenter's dream. <laughs> she's flat as a board and needs a screw and judy delivers this as though someone came up to her and went listen when you are nominated for an oscar this is the clip they're gonna play this is it this This is is it it. because she is overacting her ass off her eyes are bugging out of her head Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's sort of prancing around. She's it, very prancy. Yeah. It's so great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, and the, the nice counselor, Susie, then slaps her. Yeah. This is when things really get heated because mm-hmm. now she's gone too far and the sweetheart counselor right across the face. Yep. And again, uh, well, for a while, for most of this berating, Angela was still just staring. Right. Mm -hmm. But then when the slap happens, Angela's like, I'm going to see my cousin. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't this when she takes (laughs) off? (laughs) She needs him. Richie's the only one. This might be one of my favorite real quick scenes in this movie (laughs) is when Angela's walking across the (laughs) damp lawn and she gets gets (laughs) hit in the gut with a water balloon and drops like a sack of potatoes. Like someone hit her in the back of the head with a sledgehammer. She goes right down. I think somebody, one of the counselors, or maybe it's Mel, is like, you could have taken her eye out. I'm like, with a water balloon? 
<laughs> what the hell is in these water balloons yeah. that these kids are using at this wacky camp? And it's the group of old kids, like the, yeah. the older boys. They're on the rooftop. They're right? on the roof of a uh-huh. bunkhouse just throwing water balloons down. Ricky sees it and flips He's pissed. out. He does. You're he right. He turns on a dime. It. He turns on a dime, especially when it's, you know, somebody's going against Angela. Everyone so. in this movie loses their minds at the drop of a hat. We <laughs> saw a counselor throwing chairs around, screaming for no reason. Ricky wants to murder everyone. He's, Later, Mel's acting. Meg's shaking a girl for not talking. They're extreme. You're at a summer camp for weeks. You've never been. Sleepaway camp. It could be intensive. It messes with the brain, I guess. I guess. It appears that there's like 20 people at this camp, too. I guess you get sick of seeing the same Seeing the people. same people, and then... Oh. Well, so this deadly water balloon thing. I love it, then. Even afterwards, so she gets hit, and she's down, and is she okay? And then they're like, get her changed before she catches pneumonia. Aren't we in the middle of summer, and she's wet from a yeah. water balloon? What pneumonia? And also, at this point, I was thinking, there's all those older boys up there... When Mullet when Mullet had died, Mel kind of whispered to everybody. He's like, "Listen, let's just keep this quiet. Oh, like, you're why right. isn't anybody asking where this kid they're is? They're not. They're not. He's just he was in the water and then he's not. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After pelting people with water balloons, the boys go somewhere. I forget where they're going. They're going to get ready for dinner. They're going okay. back to their camp to get yeah. ready for dinner. And one of the boys, the the one that really got heated during the softball game. Yeah, and I guess blonde. the one that threw the water balloon that, that apparently knocked Angela Almost gave her pneumonia, right? Yeah. He says, I'll be along shortly. <laughs> I got to take a wicked, <laughs> a wicked dump. <laughs> I love that that was a line. <laughs> So he goes in to take a wicked dump. <laughs> and when he does. We do not see this from a POV shot. No, no, it's see not. The, see the killer slide like a broom handle through the doors, through to the stall keep it locked, doors. right. Mm-hmm. To kind of lock them in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then cut the screen above. Rip the screen, uh-huh. And then all of a sudden. You can hear it. It's so loud. And even him, the guy taking a wicked He's dump, like, what's going on? It's like, hey, what are you doing up there? Apparently doesn't turn around or look up He's at all. He's taking a dump, man. You just can only do so much. And then all of a sudden, a beehive comes in on a stick. <laughs> just on a stick. And first, you don't see any bees. You just hear a lot nope. of bees buzzing. But you see it's no bees. It's a lot bees. of bee noise dumped yeah. in. And but he's she, screaming. Yes. Yeah. Well, apparently, he's got a bee allergy. Very severe. First of all, that would make sense. Kind of. It looks like it looks like bees have been eating him for days. It looked like bees had been eating raspberries that were <laughs> poured on him for disgusting. days. He does eventually... <laughs> Fall out of the stall, and he does. He's like half eaten. They were killer bees, man. They, his so face, let's just, his face is half gone. So we have a man who is boiled alive. Mm-hmm. We have a kid who is drowned in the with water with a snake in his mouth. With a snake in his good. mouth. Yep. Yeah. And then we have a dude who was attacked by killer bees. Mm-hmm. Okay, those pretty good. Yeah. <clears throat> Mel Mel's pissed about the third death at camp. And he also seems to know who the killer is. Oh, that's right. 
He has a sense where so, he's like that guy, right. that guy, right? Yeah, he's like, I, I knew it was him. I, I seen him do it. That's I, I right. saw the craziness in his eyes, yeah. or whatever he says. But then there's a quick scene where Angela and Paul and Paul mm-hmm. get back together, and Paul kind of he's he has her on the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And this is when he's trying to feel her up and everything. And suddenly, and she doesn't like it. Yeah, no. But suddenly oh, the flashback! To ah! an interesting wow! scene. I can't believe I forgot this. I can't it believe is... it. Okay. Okay. So it, yes. Yeah. Would you like to try and describe this scene because it's like nothing we've seen in this movie yet? She goes to watching her dad cuddle, basically, right with the sure. dude, and the dude is the dude from the beach, right? That was like the doc is coming. Yes. Right? So, but it's a weird set because it's just darkness. No, it's, it's like a, a bed. play. It's it looks like, like a, a play. rotating yeah. bed with these two guys kind of cuddling like it's very gentle. Yeah. It's very <laughs> soft. It's very soft. Yeah. But we see the two kids. Um, they're looking at Angela and her brother. And Pete, Peter? Peter. Peter. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They're on the yeah. bed looking at each other, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. they point to each other, don't they? Yeah, because then they're on the bed. Oh my god, what's happening? What is happening? Each <gasps> other, like pointing, kind of touching. You don't like, know where are we? Uh, it's very upsetting. Ooh. I don't know if it's that they. Oh, but they're giggling when they see the two dudes in bed together. Yeah. Like they're yeah. laughing. They're like, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and then you're right. It cuts to them both in the same bed. Touching each other? What's happening? We don't know. Right. But then she freaks out. Then we're back in reality. Angela freaks out, pushes Paul away, and runs. Yes. This movie is so... So layered, so deep. I, I, like I said, I would watch it again. Okay, well, we're not at that point yet. We're not at the full review. Let's finish our film. Mm -hmm. All right, so Angela is acting really weird to Paul now. She just... Things are weird. Mm-hmm. Um, the capture the flag has started. And there is a long description of how capture the flag works. It's kind of silly, it right? It's so long. <laughs> and then in the background, you just see a horde of kids just like swirling in a mass. And I'm thinking, that's not how capture the flag works. <laughs> like capture the flag. The flags are miles apart and you have to devise a plan. You don't just like just run. run yeah. It looks like they're playing rugby. It's I don't mean to get off on a weird capture the flight. <laughs> You're like, it's who's incorrect. following the rules here? <laughs> Who is? Huh? At this lunatic camp. Ricky um, wants to go. He wants to sneak to capture the flag, go through the Great forest, point. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? He grabs Angela. He's like, come on, do this with me. She's a little unsure because she's just in a weird way. She just had this crazy flashback. And what's going on with Paul? Did you know? Did you write down what he says to her? Because no. it's a great way to convince her to help him. Because she doesn't want to help him play this game. She doesn't want to play this game. He convinces her by saying, "Hey, once we get the flag, the game's over. Yeah, and then you don't have to play it anymore." It's kind of brilliant. It's kind of That's perfect, really right? Good. That's a yeah. great way to rationalize it. You should use that for your kids. Like, um, anyway, uh, so yeah, they go. They go sneak through the forest, and when they do, dun, 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 mm-hmm. they stumble upon. So Judy the bitch has become very pushy and for some reason yes. she doesn't like that paul is at all into no angela right yeah. and so she's been trying and angela is such a prude so she's been trying to get so she drags 
Judy drags Paul into the forest and basically kisses him in the forest. Yeah. And first, Ricky stumbles Ricky. upon it. And he's already mm-hmm. kind of like, this is his best friend and his ex-girlfriend. He's already mm-hmm. like, what? But then right behind them is Angela watching the whole thing. And this- It is a good reveal because they part... They separate, and she's just standing there with her stare, with her signature Angela <laughs> stare. Staring, yep. Uh huh. And she just looks, and he feels so bad. Paul really does like Angela, and yes. he does feel very bad, and he apologizes. But she's I mean, you know, she can turn it off like mm-hmm. that, and she does. Yep. Um, and you're right. Mel is very, very suspicious of uh, Ricky. Very suspicious right? of Ricky. Mm-hmm. Judy is all over Angela. Well, they're they're back at the lake, right? And yeah, and Mel confronts Ricky and just is like, "What are you doing? I know you killed those kids, you son of a bitch!" <laughs> and I'm like, "This is like a 13 year old boy. What is wrong?" With and you, he's man? very much like, "I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know." <laughs> he's got a big cigar hanging out of his mouth the whole movie too, mm-hmm. which I think is great. Mm-hmm. But we also see that Meg. Has picked up Angela, and oh, this is when she th- throws her in the water the lake. Mm-hmm. behind her. Judy is taunting yeah, Angela yeah. while Meg walks yeah. her out to the end of the dock and throws her. And in. it's kind of funny because she walks her, and Angela's screaming now. Angela's mm-hmm. don't don't throw me. This mute is screaming, and nobody is paying any attention. No, one of the one of the counselors, one of the guy counselors, not till after. No, no, not till after she's in the water. Right. But he at least helps her out along with Ricky, and right. Ricky. Again, out. he's so mad. Ricky so says, mad. you'll all pay for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also thought it was funny, as they walk off the dock, there's a group of kids that just throw so sand, sand at her. Oh, yes. yes. And that's terrible. Those kids are creeps. So, um, yeah. Well, this, this is suddenly our last night at camp. Well, I, I'm thinking we have to wind things down with all the death, right? Mm-hmm. Are we cutting oh, things yeah. quick? Right? Well, yeah, can we talk about the fact that Meg and Mel oh, had a date? Oh, my God. So creepy. Okay, so it's the last night, and Meg sort of, or Mel sort of releases all the counselors, tells them their last night duties, right. what they're all mm-hmm. going to be doing, right? Yeah. And Meg has the night off, and Meg, right? Doesn't she ask Mel what he's doing? She says to him something like, Remember when you remember when you asked me out to dinner? Uh, how about we do that tonight? I'm like, this is so creepy, so wrong. What what is happening? Well, now I understand that she's a counselor, but still, what is she? 16, 17? I don't think even that. Even if she's twenty five, this is still he's like totally a sixty. I know. Inappropriate. I know. And she is like getting. She's excited. Why is date. she? Why is she into this? Mm-hmm. Why is he, is he, is it the power? He doesn't have a camp owner? I don't know. She is like, she even, all the counselors get together. Doesn't she like brag? Like, oh, I've got a date. She brags to somebody about having a date. Well, she doesn't tell them who the date is with. But yeah, she's very excited about this date. I love it. She goes to take a shower and there's a long line in the girls' regular Mm -hmm. shower. So she goes next door to. It is a good scene when she walks into the shower and there is the line of girls and she goes, I don't suppose I could go next. And they all kind of look back at her. Nobody says a word. No, they but just, the look in their uh-huh. eyes, she's like, I'm going to go use the bunk next door. And she does. 
Mm-hmm. And she hums a very oh, awkward tune. Isn't I'm it very so weird? Gl- like, I'm what so is- glad you paid attention to her humming. <laughs> <laughs> Such a jolly tune. Clearly for a night out a with song. a pedophile. Not a song. So, no. Not lyrics. It's nonsense. But it doesn't matter because it's the last thing she'll ever hum. (laughs) She is stabbed through the back. Um, Because she's a backstabbing bitch. Through the shower. (laughs) Because she leans against the back of the shower. and (laughs) It's a very plastic cheap shower, by the way. Stabbed with a knife. From, I don't know, the back of her neck basically down to her ass right like all the way down her spine it just all the way down her spine and not at once does she move forward or anything she can easily just body is found later by the desperate mel who searches for her and asks everyone have you seen her we had a date tonight which is even more like nobody's alarmed that he's looking for her (laughs) for their alleged date the way he finds her is great too because I guess she was just propped up in that shower the whole time. <laughs> the knife just gets her. She like... just falls. No, because the knife isn't even in her because the killer oh, cleans right. the knife off. That's right, off, in the shower. Washes that's it right. off. So she was just standing upright and until Mel walked Mel in walks. and then fell to the shower curtain. And he is devastated when he finds her. Wait, my I when he was looking around for her passionately, asking people, like he went to the other mm-hmm. counselors. He went to the girl's room. Oh, there's another death. Wait, mm-hmm. we have to get to the other death, Judy's death. What the what oh, the happened? I we, okay, I wait, think okay. we know what happened. <laughs> Just the fact that you asked what happened, I'm pretty sure you know. Oh my god. All right, so anyway. All right, so wait, so, okay. So Meg has been killed. Uh, Paul is trying to still apologize to Angela. He wants to meet her at the waterfront. Oh, no, she tells him. He really Mm -hmm. wants to make things right, and so Mm -hmm. she tells him, meet me at the waterfront tonight after the social. And uh, then there's a group of kids, like, again, when they told the certain counselors what to do and where to go, one counselor was giving the duty of being in charge of the younger kids, which I didn't even know there was younger kids. I had no idea. At this camp. No clue. Except for that they did throw sand later on at Angela. But, so he's in charge of taking them actual camping, where they have to hike a little bit into the woods and camp. Right. And, and it's weird because it's a counselor that we never met before. No. Uh-huh. It's a bunch of kids that we've never seen before. I really thought it was going to be something like the baseball game that came to nothing. Yes, yes. But it didn't. And it doesn't. But, yeah. No, it's an extra. Um, so now Judy, in the meantime, has taken – she's such a slut. Oh, yeah. She takes uh, one of the – oh, the stoner boy, the dude, I think, that got silly stone oh, that was giggling. Yeah, that that right? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. all right. So she takes him back to her bunk, and they're making – I love it when she kisses him, and she's like, why do you kiss so wet? <laughs> I don't know, Judy. I don't know. And he's clearly over her, right? He's like, oh, doesn't Mel come in in between? Right, in, yeah. in a, Like looking for Meg. Mm-hmm. Looking and for Meg, yeah. And he, he hides under the bed, and when he comes back mm-hmm. out from under the bed, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go. And yeah. she's like, mm-hmm. what? What? So um, he leaves. Now, <clears throat> Judy is back in her room, and the night's a bust because she couldn't make out with somebody who doesn't mm-hmm. kiss wet. So she is curling her hair, right? Curling her hair or straightening her hair? She's, I'm not sh- oh, curling. Yeah, she's, it's a curling she's iron. She's got a curling yeah. iron, and she's yeah. fidgeting with her hair in it. Mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And all of a sudden, she gets punched in the face. Well, the door, the door opens. And it's a nice shot because it's lit from behind. Oh, so yeah. So the killer, we finally see at least the silhouette of the mm-hmm. killer. And mm-hmm. it is androgynous. Like, we don't mm-hmm. know if it's a boy or a girl. And she's like, oh, you. What do you want? That's right. And it just gets punched <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and she's all groggy and out of it. Just laying there like. Uh, 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 uh. And the killer puts a pillow over, over her, her uh-huh, face. Uh-huh. Picks up the curling iron, and we see that it's hot because it's been burning the bed. <laughs> and in shadow on the wall. Oh, my gosh. We see it go, let's Just say, jabbing. low. Like, it goes low yeah. on Judy, and her arms <laughs> fly up like, ah! <laughs> she screams. So, I was, <laughs> so, are we to believe... I just said, I kept saying when I watched the scene, and again, I watched this in my house, I was like, where are they putting the curling iron? What is happening? And he had sort of a similar response as you. If you're asking, okay. then I, th- right. but maybe it's, it's not in her throat because she's screaming. Oh, no, 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 nope. And. It's basically waist <laughs> high. Let's, because of where her All arms right. are right. in the silhouette. But. Could that kill you? I guess it could. I mean, I mean, maybe she murdered her could later. Like you? maybe that was just odd torture. Well, then I later mean, gonna, her body is stuck. I assume it's going to make that area useless to um, you. Maybe she like had a heart attack with all the. Uh, her body is later dumped basically under her bed. Right? She right, does this, right, and yeah. then the body is mm-hmm. left under the bed. And um, (laughs) that's when the sheriff or detective walks out and just kind of shakes his head like, oh, I don't even want to tell you what happened. Yes, that's right. The cop with the worst fake mustache. (laughs) Like, did you notice his fake mustache? Like, you can literally see it like curling up on the sides. It's so terrible. He's like, he looks like he's about 19 years old and Mm -hmm. he has the mustache of a 40 year old man. Back to the kids. Yeah, we get a POV shot. From the killer's point of view. So this counselor that took the kids into the woods, some kids are like, man, man, I'm cold. I want to go back. (laughs) So he takes, what, two or three of them back. Yeah. yeah. Leaves the other kids in the woods to sleep. He kind of feels bad about it, but he goes because he's like, it'll be fine. He doesn't feel bad about it. He's so pissed. He's like, you little pieces of shit. (laughs) I can't believe I got to do this. But then from the killer's point of view, we see approaching the sleeping bags of the rest of the kids Mm -hmm. who threw sand at somebody earlier. And then a spike, like some sort of weird spike. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was either. But then that counselor comes back and it's just just like like flesh, globs of flesh. It's like someone ran them over with a lawnmower. Like it's just... A mix of blood and guts. He vomits. And- it's so gross. He, <laughs> yes, he throws up. Yes. And it's so like, again, I was like, who were these kids? Oh, yeah, they threw the sand. What the hell is it? I didn't even know what happened to them. They've just been like mauled. No, I didn't know it's, what was happening. Yeah. I was like, why are they? Why is the And then it's weird that children? he leaves them. The guy, Like, it's just like the killer needed one right. more like big kill. Before the well, final. let's say there's a couple big kills because in the meantime, Mel beats the shit out oh of Oh my Ricky. God, this is terrible. This is terrible. 
So Mel has already, like you said earlier, uh, before Angela got thrown in the water, he was like shaking and, and mm-hmm. manhandling uh, Ricky. And now he like punches him because he's, he's convinced. Knocks him to the ground, sits uh-huh. on him, and he's just wailing on yeah. this. There's something disturbing about watching like a 65-year-old man. Beat up a like teenage kid. And then this is when he leaves and like, I don't know walks out into an area and looks and goes oh that's you right. it can't be you and then arrow right through his throat that's right that's right pretty good just dunsies though just so let's get into the best part of the movie which is what? the finale <sighs> angela meets paul on the beach as planned and mm-hmm. she says Take your clothes off, and he is down. He's with like, it. "What? Yeah, <laughs> it's we're finally getting there, right?" Everybody else knows that there's a ton of murders happening. It's so just the deadly nice, camp. The yeah. nice female counselor Susie mm-hmm. and Ronnie, the ripped guy in tiny shorts, mm-hmm. they go out to try and f- just corral everyone that's, I guess, still alive. So they come upon Angela Mm -hmm. with her back to them, sitting on the beach, Mm -hmm. naked, kind of with Paul, like, lying in her lap. Laying in her lap. lap. Uh He's naked, too. Mm -hmm. Something has happened. And then we're we're treated to another flashback. The same sort of dark, no set. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like stagey, kind of. Yeah. So happy that we got to see the crazy aunt again. Oh, <laughs> you were yeah. welcoming her. You were welcoming her. I, I didn't her. really write down her lines, but it's it's more or less like, won't Ricky be happy <laughs> that, that he has a sister now? I've always wanted a little girl. <gasps> mm-hmm. And I will name you Angela. It means the angels. Oh, <laughs> Angela. I love that name. Won't that be great, Peter? <laughs> and you see, like, and you see the kid, the kid that was in the boy that was in the boating accident. He's a head's all wrapped up, His right? Head's all wrapped up, <laughs> uh-huh. and he looks up, and that's when you realize that <gasps> Angela what? was killed in the boating accident. What? The little boy Peter survived <gasps> and went to live with his aunt and made who to raised be him as a girl. Angela. Yes. What? And it's what? <laughs> so great. <gasps> oh, and she even makes reference to my husband left. Oh, well, not a big deal. And so the guy on the shore was her husband, I right? I don't know. I don't know. I think. Is she a, is she, was she meant? Because the guy on shore keeps saying the doc is coming. The doc is coming. We find out that the crazy aunt is a doctor. So he must be talking about that she's coming. I guess they then got the surviving child and he left. So crazy. This is so like, again, it takes, well, not again. I don't think we said it yet. It takes what would be just a, just a like a little, it's sleepaway camp. It's just a little bit of a (laughs) 80s klitschy horror, like about a sleepaway camp. Killings Uh in a sleepaway camp, like a Freddy Krueger. And it takes it to a whole nother level where you're like, what? Just yep. happened. So wait, audience, wait. So we don't just have this flashback to sit with and go, whoa, whoa. So we return to reality or the present time. Where we've got a naked Angela and a naked Paul. Mm-hmm. And this is when we see Paul's severed head uh, roll away. Blood everywhere. Bloody bloodness. 
Angela stands up, <laughs> turns around. She's got a knife in her hand and a tiny little boy penis. Oh, my God. But it's the best. It's the best. Because it's clearly, so she stands up and is like, Aah! it is like animal noises. It's but, just growling. But it is clearly, like you said, if you if you read, it's a it's a dude's body, a college dude, <laughs> right? With yeah, a penis and a whole thing, with basically the mask of a little girl's face. Yeah, because like it's not head, like it's her. It's just her screaming it, face. Right, it's like her head. Poorly superimposed. Yes. yes, it's like tilted and because her hair's crazy <laughs> and big in a way that it was never in the movie. And you even texted me and you said something about Sarah Silverman, and I was like, "Oh my god, you're right. She looks just like probably Sarah Silverman did as a 13 year old little girl boy." Yeah. And that's it. And that's, it's freeze framed. Well, Ronnie. Well, Ronnie even says something like, "Oh, she, oh." She's a boy. And that's it. It's freeze frame on her face. Everything turns green. Of the yelling face. Roll, of, yeah. Argh. Roll credits. Yeah. And if that's like, if you haven't witnessed enough, like, death and murder and weird, like, uh, pedophilia and just awkwardness in this movie, then the weird last shot is this girl screaming? And you see with a her man's crazy body. face, and it's not even—it's like she's kind of smiling with these huge <laughs> this eyes, very... staring off to the side, like she's not even looking at them. She's insane. Oh my and god! You see that face through the entire credit. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. It's sleepaway camp. It's amazing. I do it, hope y'all watch. I'm first of all, if you had not seen it and you listened to this, I apologize. You should have seen it. We yeah, told you. We to told watch you it. in the beginning to just go ahead and watch it. And if you, you still didn't, should watch it, yeah. but I, I would recommend this to everyone yeah. I, <laughs> every day. What well, about you? I, I wouldn't I recommend it to a little kid, but yes, I would. <laughs> I would definitely. I I have to tell you, I am not a fan of this. Tight. Like, you know, going into this movie and into this whole thing, I was like, oh, great. That's uh, another, ugh, ugh. And even when you text me and you're like, it's a little, and da, da, da. I was like, I know. I'm not looking forward to it. I just hope it goes quickly. No, I have to say, and I don't know what this says for where I am in my life, but I feel like it came to me at the right time in my life. Had I watched this as a kid in the 80s, I would not, I did not understand. I would not have been able to process any of it. I would have been like, what did I just, there was, it was too much. I was a kid in the eighties, but now I can totally appreciate this for all its amazingness. And it's, it's like I said early on, I felt like I was the same way when I was younger because the only thing I remembered is that in the end, Mm -hmm. the killer is a dude. (laughs) I didn't remember the Dads were making out. I, I wouldn't because you don't get the whole yeah. thing. You, I would no. never have gotten the whole. Nope. And I, again, as a kid, and I would have never. I mean, I was watching The Last Unicorn. I did not watch movies like this as a kid in the eighties. So, but seeing it now as an adult, in I, I don't know how I did without it. So, do you have any? 
What do you recommend after watching this movie? <coughs> uh, what, what can you recommend, really? Really, what can you recommend? Mm-hmm. The whole time I was like, she's so, she just feels familiar to me. And she really did. I, I texted you about how she reminded me of a Sarah Silverman. I was like, she just looks like her, the hair, the stare oh, sometimes. Like oh, yeah. Very yeah. rep. So I don't know if you've ever seen Sarah Silverman recently took a dramatic role. Have you ever seen that her movie, I Smile Back? No, but I heard of it. I've heard of it. It is very, it's creepy and it's a little bit bizarre. And there's a scene where she, uh, just mas- stares and no. then gets thrown in a lake. No, no. There's a scene where she, so she's a mom and she has this, this pill addiction and whatever. And she's a hot mess. And there's a scene where she masturbates on the floor of her child's room while her child is sleeping. Okay. And it feels just as creepy as some episodes, the whole movie has sort of a, a similar creepy, but I don't know, vibe. And again, it's, it's it's not very related. It's not horror. It's not a campy. But it's Sarah Silverman, and she looks a lot like Angela. So there's my correlation with my recommendation. And it's creepy. It's a very creepy movie. All these recommendations need to be is related somewhat. If it's tangentially, that's fine. There you go. My recommendation is, yeah. is a very different type of movie, but okay. let's say you liked the fashion choices in this film. <laughs> okay. I would recommend Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, good choice. Because the counselors in that are dressed much like the counselors <laughs> and campers in this movie. Well, that's um, because it's a campy. I love it. Good right, re- right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good. I did not like the... Netflix series that came out after that? Was there uh, one? Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I also recommend going to a sleepaway camp. <laughs> because I didn't, you didn't. It seems no. like a lot of fun. Um, murder, mayhem. Volleyball? <laughs> movie night? Hello? Skinny dipping? I am on board for all of those things. <laughs> So, it is summer. I guess find a sleepaway camp and go. And head to it. Head to it. And if you meet a mute, don't mess with her. Okay? And don't, don't talk tease her. to any of the kitchen staff. No. Please do not. Don't. Listen, if you're gluten-free or you have some special dietary restrictions, maybe don't talk to the... Yeah, don't. Like, your parents can send care packages. What are we going to do next episode? Next episode will be our 4th of July episode. Aww. Uh... I feel the need for speed, Jamie. It's Top Gun. Oh, I was like, sure if you... that's not the name of the movie. <laughs> I feel the need for speed, the movie. Oh, wait. I have a fun, wait, I have one more fun sleepaway camp uh, yeah, oh, okay. fact for you. <clears throat> wow, you cannot get enough of this. No, well, this is a very random and it's very kind of close to the heart. Um, so the oh, weekend what? that Sleepaway Camp came out, um... So did the movie Yentl with Barbara Streisand. And I want to tell you that Sleepaway Camp beat out Barbara Streisand. So I want to tell you what America thinks about when they go to the movies. They don't think about... P.S. I saw Yentl as a child, but I did it, not see Sleepaway what? Camp Wait, as a what? child. Who My mom was a Barbara Yentl? Streisand fan. I mean, it was a great movie. Have you ever wow. seen it? It's very no, good. No, I've never seen it. I gotta say, I've seen upwards of zero Barbara Streisand. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt with that fun. No, that, no that's fact. okay. I think that's I just something. Thought of it. 
I think that's worth bringing up is that while this movie is a cult classic yeah. now and people love it, this made money at the time. Yes. Which is, which is bonkers <laughs> crazy. Because did you even understand it at that time? Like, it, I don't know. Not that people didn't understand things, in the, but like. This deals with. And I don't want to say transgender, because that's a bit different. Gender identity issues, let's call it. Let's call it that. Those, the dads are gay. Mm -hmm. Like, this deals with stuff that was not talked about at Mm -mm. the time. Mm -mm. Right? I mean. Controversial. I want to put it out there. Yeah. Wait, we're so in love with Sleepaway Camp. We are so in love with it. But we have Top Gun to look forward to. Two weeks from now, we will talk about Top Gun. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes if you haven't already. We keep getting more, which is great, but we could always use that help. It helps us somehow. So, all right, that's it. We're going to go. All right, everybody, see you in two weeks, and uh, watch Top Gun in the meantime. Ciao. When I look into your eyes, it comes as no surprise. You're slipping away.